This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with By Heart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is By Heart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for didn't I just feed you. Additional terms and conditions apply. We know you're seeing all the Mother's Day gift guides everywhere. And while we usually do some didn't I just feed you version, this year we have the one perfect Mother's Day gift that works for everyone even our last-minute shoppers, mylifeinabook.com. Mylifeinabook.com is a unique service that turns the life stories of people you love into a beautiful book. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your gift recipient a question via email. These can be pre-written questions that they provide, or you can customize the questions the way that I did for my mom. Your recipient can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature. MyLifeInABook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. I'm really excited to be creating a book with my own mom this year, and I can't wait to hear some of her childhood memories, what it was really like raising three kids as a single mother, and how she's enjoyed becoming a grandmother, too. And when the book is done, you'll have a beautiful keepsake for her and for you too. You can even choose to have an audiobook created from the recordings. It's easy to sign up and the process is automated so you don't have to worry about missing a week. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code D-I-J-F-Y at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code D-I-J-F-Y for 10% off today. Hey, this is Megan and Stacy with our first fun size episode of Didn't I Just Feed You? In these fun size episodes, we'll take 10 to 15 minutes to dig into a topic. We'll jump in and we'll jump out. And of course, we'll continue the conversation in our Didn't I Just Feed You listeners group on Facebook. We'll have one of these episodes a month and we'll be announcing soon how you can get a second one every month too. Woo-hoo. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll be both of us. Sometimes it might be one of us. We may even have a guest expert from time to time. So that's the story. And today we're going to jump right in. What's the deal with immunity boosting foods? This is super appropriate because we are both sick. Both of our families <laughs> <No>. are sick. <laughs> we're like muting in and out during recording right. so we can cough. Right. It's the time of year where everyone's talking about soups and broth and vitamin C and how can we boost our immune systems with food. Stacy, do you feel like there is truth behind what you eat impacting your health when you're already sick? <sighs> this is like a loaded question. And I did a little bit of research because I'm a big fat nerd. So listen, I don't believe that there has to be like 
qualified scientific research for their like for something to be true necessarily. <laughs> but I do think it's a really good reference point. I understand that we don't always research things that people have known for years and years and generations and generations, especially when it comes to food and how that impacts our health. I do think that in general, if you are well-nourished, if you have a good, healthy, balanced diet, that helps your immune system overall. If you're malnourished, like if you hate vegetables and you never eat vegetables and you don't take vitamins, although I question vitamins too, this is such a hard topic, you're more likely to get sick. That's what I believe. Once you're sick, does ginger make you better? I'm not so sure I believe that. But I also don't think it hurts because I think there are a lot of soothing qualities. Yes. Right? So it makes you feel better and that's great. I do also think that if you can be mindful during cold and flu season to keep kind of a steady diet of something like ginger or to like when you feel a cold coming on to just really pack your diet with broccoli, which is great for you and spinach and really vitamin and mineral rich foods, you are just giving your body a little bit of a boost to fight something. And why wouldn't you do that? I can get behind that. What do you think? I am a little bit like middle of the road. I think a lot of the foods that people recommend that boost immunity or like help you feel better when you are sick are just about hydration. And I think we know that like when you're sick, being well hydrated is important to feeling better. So I think that's like proven fact. We can't dispute that. When you're sick, if you can drink a lot of tea, drink broth, all of those things are so good for you. And then throwing in things like garlic and ginger help those things taste better. And so I think that's why we associate them with making us feel better when we're sick. I'm in the same boat as you though, that I feel like more importantly, getting vitamins in our diet will help us from getting sick more often. Right. So maybe this is what's the deal with foods that will help me keep my body like packed with vitamins (laughs) all the time, (laughs) which will then help you not get sick as often. (laughs) Right. But isn't that sort of like super challenging when you have kids, especially if you have any picky eaters? Like my children do not like anything green in their food right now. Like trying to get, besides broccoli on its own or broccoli with cheese on it, like if I try to sneak spinach into our minestrone soup, they are pissed about it. Okay, but can I tell you something? Did you know that broccoli is one of the most nutritious vegetables out there? I believe it. Yeah. And I love that really, they, really they good eat for it, you. but also sometimes I get bored with eating it too. I get it. <laughs> I so get it. I actually don't even love broccoli that much. I like it, but like... But it is one of the best vegetables for you. When you look up those like 15 foods that boost your immune system articles, broccoli is on it. So it's a good one. So green vegetables. What are things that people don't think of as being immunity boosting? Like oats and sweet potato are supposed to be great for your immunity too. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know about all green vegetables though. I'm just going to stop there and say that. Like I think spinach and broccoli, but like is asparagus really? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Why? Why can't, isn't asparagus full of nutrients just like, not not as many and fiber. Yeah, not as many. And fiber is good for your digestive system, which is connected to gut. But like, how far out are we going to go? I do feel like uh, foods that are packed with vitamins A, C, E, 
are particularly good for you when you're okay. sick or when you're okay. like during cold and flu season. That's my understanding. Obviously, there's just so much to this. But you mentioned sweet potatoes. Talk to me about that because we love sweet potatoes. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. They're full of all those great nutrients. They're hydr- they can be hydrating, right? If you do like a steamed or baked sweet potato, um, they're neutral enough that let's say you have like a stomach bug, yeah. they're going to actually support your digestion and not like m- not make you feel worse. So I think it's the same thing. Like they're just full of vitamins, nutrients, and fiber. Um, so one thing I learned about vitamin C is that your body doesn't produce it or store it. Oh. So you actually do really need a daily vitamin C. And dose. so what do you do to get vitamin C? Do you guys take a supplement or are you we just don't. trying to get it through food? We don't. So we... Oliver eats red bell peppers like every single day. Yes. And red bell peppers have the most vitamin C of any fruit or vegetables. I did not know that. Yeah. So ounce for ounce, red bell peppers contain twice as much vitamin C as citrus. But we do love citrus fruit and we love bell peppers. Um, Like I said, broccoli is one of those things in regular rotation and it's not quite as packed, but it, it does have higher vitamin C than a lot of other vegetables. So those are, and spinach is also fairly high in vitamin C, which is why I keep going back to those. And we do a lot of spinach. We put spinach in smoothies. If I can't figure out a vegetable for dinner or I haven't planned ahead, just like taking the pre-washed baby spinach and putting some dressing on it, because I always have dressing made, um, that like my kids will be happy to eat that. They love just like a plain spinach salad. And you're getting those nutrients in. Yeah. I want to talk about really like nitty gritty. What do you do when you are sick or the family is sick? Like what are things that you add to your diet or keep on hand for those occasions? Okay. So we used to only do it during cold and flu season. Then I did it all year round. Now my kids are a little averse to it. So we're back to doing it just through cold and flu season. But basically as soon as school starts, through spring, we do elderberry. Yes. I give my kids elderberry syrup every single day. You for sure mentioned that before. Yeah. And I do believe personally that from what I've read, that regularity is what helps. So if you've never taken, you know, elderberry syrup and your kid comes home complaining that they don't feel well, giving them a teaspoon is probably not going to do the job. But Um, elderberry is like the one thing that we are super consistent about vitamin C every single day, especially during cold and flu season. And during cold and flu season, I will say that I do kind of make smoothies more frequently because that's when there's less of a variety of fresh vegetables that we love. So, you know, I can always feel like I've at least gotten something in if there's some spinach or there's some cauliflower in their smoothie. So you do smoothies a lot when you guys are sick too, like as something to feed their cold? Yeah. If they, you know, it depends on what they have, but yeah. So when Oliver had strep, we were doing them. Although, you know, there's also a difference between viral and I know. And we're not doctors. (laughs) And we are like, we are so not doctors. But yeah. And I also like, I keep ginger around. My kids really like uh, ginger lemon as a flavor. Yes. So I make that as something soothing for them. I do believe one of the rare things that is like faster acting is ginger. Like if you, if you eat ginger when you're feeling nauseous, it will help you. And not just when you're sick. 
expectant mamas, ginger candies got me through both of my early pregnancies, got me through morning sickness. I had morning sickness for the length of both of my pregnancies, and ginger was a big help, as was a B6 supplement. There you go. Yeah. We do a lot of, like, citrus aid. I I don't want to say lemonade because we just use whatever oranges, caracara, clementines that are, like, at the market and juice those and sweeten it with, like, a little bit of maple syrup. And we keep that in the fridge pretty much at all times during cold and flu season. It's fun to drink. It's a way for them to get lots of vitamin C in, and we will sometimes warm it up and have it as tea at the end of the day. I once That's wrote about so it for smart. Kid- I, well, I once wrote about it for kitchen, and someone was like, uh, what about your kid's teeth? And I was like, I guess I don't worry about the vitamin C or the acid when it's just like a cup of lemon juice in a whole quart of water. Uh-huh. Um, Yay. And then we also always keep broth in the freezer. And I I think we've talked about this in the freezer episode. I'll freeze it in like ice cube trays or those like um, cocktail cube trays yep. so that I can heat up just a mug of it if one of the kids is not feeling well or if they're already sick as a way to sort of like get hydration and then also get some protein in their bodies. So can we quickly talk about spices? Yes. So, you know, a lot of claims are made about spices. And I have to say that, again, I believe that really incorporating them into your cooking all of the time is where you really start to reap the benefits. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times you hear, like, cinnamon has these benefits. And it's true. But you'd have to, you know, eat a ton of it for it to have that full impact. And you hear a lot about anti-inflammatory. Yeah, like turmeric. Yeah, So, like, are you, do you, do you believe in that? Uh, I don't know. It's hard because, you know, there's cultures where that's, like, incorporated into their diet daily, and they have a lower percentage of, like, lots of diseases. So it's hard to not say that there's something to it, but they're also eating more whole foods. I, we don't eat a lot of turmeric, and we I should say that the the knowledge is supposed to be turmeric and black pepper. Like, you need the black pepper and a to fat. activate. And a fat to yeah. activate all that, right? So we just don't keep that stuff on hand and eat it regularly enough for me to be like, oh, I'm going to do it now because it's cold and flu season. I, I totally agree with you. And I really think that's the takeaway for this, right? So if we're going to just be, like, quick and dirty, get in, get out on this, I think that from what we have read and researched and learned over the years, we both feel like it's a steady diet of these things that are going to give you the complete and full impact of the health benefits, right? Yes. Just deciding to make one smoothie with turmeric is not going to, like cause your body to like fight inflammation like a superhero. (laughs) True. But that there are these ingredients that are great for you. And I do know that turmeric is one that's really like hot, but cinnamon, nutmeg, black pepper are also anti-inflammatory spices. So maybe those are more practical for you to cook with on a regular basis. Yeah. And also garlic and ginger. Yes. Yes. Garlic, ginger, Um, We've talked about elderberry and the vegetables, but I do think at the top of the list is these sweet potatoes, spinach, Spinach. broccoli, and fresh citrus. Oh, and red bell peppers. And red bell peppers. That's a surprising one. This is a great opportunity to throw it to our listeners group where we will keep this conversation going. I'd love to know what um, the rest of the people in our listeners group do when their family's sick or when they're sick to boost their immunity and how we're keeping well this season. 
Yeah, guys. And also, we have an episode with Catherine McCord about smoothies, so you can learn more about that. And we also have an episode with Kanchan Koya about spices, and she talks a lot about this, too. And she is a doctor. We're not, but she is. <laughs> <laughs> Find us as Didn't I Just Feed You on Instagram and Facebook, where you can also join our private listeners group. The answer to the question is whiskey. Most importantly, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to Didn't I Just Feed You. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jim Endo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. Thanks for listening. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.